Hi everyone, welcome back to Mama Ping's Parenting Podcast. Um, thanks again for subscribing, I appreciate it. I'm getting a few more emails this past week um, asking, you know, can I talk about different topics? So I am working on those podcasts as we speak. Thank you for that input. Um, I appreciate if you can uh, download and subscribe. It's really starting to push numbers. I'm happy to see how many states are listening now. So that's exciting. Um, Today, I want to get into a little bit about misbehavior and kind kind of what's happening. This has come up quite often in a group that I'm involved in. So we've really been trying to get to the root of it. And it seems to be around like big events, like special events, like we're thinking, you know, we just had the 4th of July, or maybe there was a birthday party or a vacation. So it tends to be related to something, you know, a big event, but like it's supposed to be a happy event, right? It was vacation, you know, you were supposed to go and the kids were supposed to get to do things they don't normally get to do. Um, even staying up late (laughs) or it was the celebration 4th of July. It was, you know, somebody's birthday party. And then we think, why is it the day after our kids seem to kind of lose their shit, right? They're really, um, they're grumpy or they're really talking back or they're, um, they're down and sad or all of those things are common, right? I mean, if you think about it for yourself, you come back from vacation and you think, gosh, that was a great vacation, but boy, am I glad to be home, man, I'm really tired. And, and we think, okay, well, we drove the car that 18 hour trip back or, you know, trip around the moon. Um, we did all the planning and organizing and getting the tickets and doing, you know, so we have a right to be tired. Our kids have a right to be tired as well. And that often is the main reason for the misbehavior. But in this group, somebody coined the phrase um, stimulation hangover. And I thought, oh my God, I, I love that. It's, it explains so much, right? So think of it as the birthday of uh, attendee. You went, it was you know their best friend's birthday. And they were at, oh, I don't know what's a big one around here. We have a, a jump trampoline place. I don't even know the name of it right now. Um, so they had this whole two-hour birthday party experience. Um, they had a great time. They bounced for an hour. They ate cake without throwing up after that. You know, it, it was this great time. Um, but the next day, they're just full of you know, what some parents might call sass. Um, They're grapier with things. Um, Some kids uh, on the autism spectrum might be stimming more. They can be doing their repetitive behavior more. Um, It just seems like, oh my gosh, what, what happened? Why is this here? What's going on? And again, this concept of stimulation hangover just spells it all out, right? for whether you're neurotypical, neurodivergent, having that much stimulation packed into something can really push you to your limits. Um, I also relate it back to being an introvert or an extrovert. Think about it, if you are an introvert and you have to go to a party, 
how tiring that can be. And then if you don't have a lot of coping skills to deal with your fatigue, you might be grouchier um, or your body might just be really overwhelmed and you're lethargic. You just can't get anything done. That's a flip side for um, an extrovert as well, right? If you are trapped at home too long, you know, you can struggle with this under stimulation hangover. Um, So then talking about it for our kids, what can we do to kind of lessen the impact? And I think the first thing you do is acknowledge, right? Because as a parent, we get caught up in, I provided you this amazing experience. Um, You know, we took you to Disneyland or we went to Cedar Point, or we went to Great America. You know, I'm giving you this great experience, and then the way you pay me back, the way the child is paying me back, is with all this sass, or this super grumpiness, or this, we have to kind of take that out of the the measure of things, um, because you're really creating um, a situation where, your child then is responsible for everything that happens afterwards based on the fact that you did something. So you're, you're expecting, right? And it's a trap. We all fall into it. I've done it. I get it. But if we can just be aware that our kids are going to have the stimulation hangover the next day, so then we can change our expectations of them. Right? Build in that follow-up day of quiet time. Whether it's, oh, let's all make sure we get a little extra sleep. Or if you're like me, my child still woke up at dawn. Okay, then we're going to really focus on today's not going to be a super busy day. I'm not going to run to Target and stop off at the home improvement store and go pick up the, you know, whatever all in one day following a stimulation day the day before, right? We're going to play it a little quieter. We're also going to be able to talk about it. You know, it makes sense that we could be tired today. So what are some things we can do to help, you know, get through the day? What are some tools that we have that will allow us um, to just have a calmer day? Let your kids get involved in that. You know, let them say, oh, I really need to eat mac and cheese again tonight. Huh. Okay, maybe. Maybe we can do that. Or, um, I really don't want to go to soccer practice tonight. Okay, maybe we can skip that. Um, You know, whatever they're coming up with is probably going to be the most helpful to them. Right? Now, you may want to have some say-sos. You know, if your child says... I want to play video games from dawn till dusk, uninterrupted, with you bringing me my food on a tray. Okay, well, (laughs) no, they didn't suddenly become emperor of of the household. But, okay, they're stating that this might be helpful. So you can say, hey, I hear you saying, you know, you really could use a little more time just to um, do your thing, play your, your video game for a while. I think we can arrange, you know, either an extra half hour or maybe, you know, if you only normally allow it one time a day, you can say, well, we can fit that in twice a day. So you're really just looking for 
some ways to help them process through the stimulation hangover. And the key part is to realize we all have that, right? You know, you go to the birthday party and there are these minions running around and they're carrying on and they're climbing and they're jumping and the, and you leave, like you get to the car and it's like, wow, that was a lot. Well, there's your stimulation hangover. You have probably more tools than your kids do in handling that. So being aware of it, being aware that it happens to all of us, and then having some tools to help your child go through it. Um, I just feel that the more we're aware, the more we can make our, our chosen path of, oh, I get it. I need to build in a pause here. I need to take into account yesterday or the past week was a lot. There was a lot of experience in that. And we had a great time. Maybe we had ups and downs. But now that we're back, we kind of need to ease in and use some of our tools and find a way to calmly acknowledge stimulation overload, stimulation hangover. So I wanted to just share that. I hope that's um, informative and helpful. If you have more questions, gosh, feel free, let me know. Maybe you have something to add on to this discussion of stimulation hangover. Um, maybe it's a story, something that you've gone through, uh, you just wanna have that heard or you want to ask questions around it, let me know. Um, it's always interesting to hear from you guys. I, I really appreciate the, um, the ability to kind of go, oh, this is what's really out there. I want to connect with you and then possibly get it into a podcast. So I'm always working on that. Um, that's kind of it, everyone. So uh, be well.